0: Hi, I'm Wolfgang. My friends call me Stephen Wolf because I collect specialty teapots.
1: Play the latest scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery, simply called Millions, for a chance to taste the good life and win up to a million dollars. My prize teapots include one that was made from the very first 3D computer model and the teapot that inspired the lyrics, I'm a little teapot.
0: Play the new $30 scratch-off Millions. With one in three odds, a $40 minimum prize, and an 81% payout, you can go hog wild
1: on whatever's your cup of tea.
0: Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.
1: You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth!
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an episode of Crispy Banter. My name is Sid, and I'm here joined by...
1: Mr. Sickness in the... Cut
0: himself, <laughs> yo! You're sick, man.
1: I'm very sick. Damn. It's the weather. But your name is Janaid. Thank
0: you. Yes. So sorry. my name is Sid. I'm joined by Janaid, aka Mr. Sickness. We are Crispy Banter. Crispy this banter. is the Crispy Banter podcast. You should
1: say Crispy, and then I say Banter. Crispy Banter. <laughs> Thank you. See how that sounds?
0: Crispy Banter is nothing but a fun-loving, light-hearted conversation between two Mississauga kids about everyday things in our everyday lives. And sometimes we get off the deep end. Soccer stand up. So let's get right into it. How you doing today, man?
1: I'm good. Are you gonna ask me this before every episode? How you doing? Like all formalish?
0: It's called like, bro, like, do I ask you with the weather? It's cordial, man. You gotta be a little cordial. How are like, you?
1: How are you? Damn. Things are good. I thought we were brothers and shit. We they just are, get straight to the point.
0: But, can brothers not be nice to each other?
1: No, no, really. <laughs> 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 they just get straight to the point. What's good? What are you saying? Okay. Pass all that garbage.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Man. But,
1: but I'm doing well. Thank you for asking.
0: Good, man. See, that's what I care about because brothers care about each other's health and well-being. Wealth and well-being. Damn. Bro. Wealth and well-being. I like Wealth that. Wealth and well-being. That's a new bro. one. <laughs> it, that's going to be Instagram caption next week. Absolutely. Aside from all the Drake lyrics, of course. Is that, that everybody's? Is that Drake lyric? No, no. No, oh, bro. Okay. That's my lyric, bro. That's f- i mean, like every Instagram caption. You know, you know how it is. Microphone, <laughs>
1: Allen, the cut.
0: It went from God's plan to nice for what? That's how it goes.
1: <laughs> by the way, Billboard number 1? Number 1 and beat number 2? By two. himself.
0: Number 1 and number 2. By himself. T-
1: oh my god, bro. Then when Nice for What got introduced, yeah. it debuted at number 1. Yep. Exactly. And beat his own song. By himself.
0: Come on. So, what's Drake's kryptonite? Drake. <laughs> himself. Damn. <laughs> that's it. Damn. Yo, that's <laughs> New Drake Damn. album by the way, June. Scorpion. Dude, I still find it so corny. Drake, if you're listening, no. You are no. the sixth god. I champagne, love you. Poppy, we love don't you. Don't
1: listen to this idiot.
0: I don't know what this scorpion thing's about.
1: Whatever. Man. Let it be. You, we don't <laughs> We don't ask questions. We let it happen. We
0: don't ask questions. We just listen to Drake. Exactly. We don't it. let it
1: happen. <laughs> I Sorry. We let it happen. We don't just... You know? Come on.
0: But come on. Scorpion?
1: It's champagne poppy, bro.
0: Dude, I didn't want to take this... I didn't want to go here right away. We might as well. Right away. Like right off the bat. But speaking of Drake, Toronto... Something happened in Toronto yesterday that...
1: Yes, on a, just, very, on a little bit more serious topic. Man,
0: that just broke my heart. Because every time, you know, like, we are desensitized to all these horrific incidents happening in in life, right? In the world. In so many countries, things are going south all over the place, right? Right. Every time I thought to myself, man, like, first of all, I, I, I truly believe we live in the greatest country in the world, 100%. Canada, right? Yeah. I really, really believe
1: that. One of the most safest.
0: Exactly. Right. And I, and it just, and then every time in my heart of hearts was like, oh man, I hope not in Canada, not in Canada. You know, like, obviously I don't wish this upon anybody, anywhere in the world. Evil should be, you know, obviously never, it should never be tolerated. It should never be uh, practiced, nothing. You know what I mean? But every time I was like, not in Canada, and then yesterday. Young and Finch, a guy in a van, forgot his name, Alex Minisian or something like something that? Something like that. No, I want to say the name because I want people Alec, to remember it Alec. Alec or Alex? Maybe it was whichever, Alex. whichever. Whichever, okay. right? I want people to remember, so he, in a rental van, plowed pedestrians over, 10 people dead. 19 six, injured. 16 or 19 yeah, injured. Yeah, something 19 like injured. That. That's insane, man. And Young and Finch. I have friends that live at Young and Finch.
1: One of the most busiest, by the way, I used to work at Young and Shepherd. Yeah. One of the most busiest intersections throughout the day.
0: Imagine, uh, I think it was at 1.30 p.m. By the way, I even was Even at looking, night. Yeah, even like at night. Like 9 p.m., it's it's busy. <laughs> It's so sad, man. And I was just looking at certain Facebook posts and people just posting that, you know, how you can mark yourself safe if you're in a a crisis zone or whatever. And I'm, and I'm obviously I'm frantic. I'm like, oh damn, like I'm sure there's friends there. There's acquaintances. There's so many people. It's a happening place. Right. And so I saw this specific Facebook post and uh, this person, she wrote, holy crap. I work right beside, like right over there. Right. And that day she chose not to go out for lunch.
1: Damn, that's serious. Right?
0: And she just posted that and she's like, oh my God, like today I I didn't go out for lunch. It was like 1.30. She usually takes lunch around that time. Yeah. And like, imagine, man, you're just about to grab a sandwich or, you know, one of those 10 people or those 19 people injured, they were just going there about the day. It was a normal day, day just right? like any other day. And can you just imagine just the van either coming at you or you can't even see it's behind you and boom. Maybe listen it. to your headphones. Dude, man, a lot of people do that these days. I'm, I'm, I'm just so heartbroken over it, and um, I know we always bounce back. We always, you know, shit has happened. You know that Vegas shooting, this, that. By the way, I the shootings are still going on in America, but that's just another topic. We always bounce back, but it's just how des- desensitized have we become to all of this, man? You know that
1: that for sure, I would say, yeah, because right? I mean, you know, I was scrolling through Instagram today, and although I did see. A lot of Toronto prayers, prayers, and and that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for you sure. You know, a lot of people just, you know, we're still posting.
0: Yeah, go about know. their day because, it, yeah, it, it's just not
1: to say not to say that you should stop your life for a week. Agree, right? Life does go on. I actually, it's it's funny. I have a friend. He actually, uh, he he went to school here. Yeah, but he's a, he's from Afghanistan. Okay, so obviously we know what kind of stuff happens in Afghanistan. Oh, right? absolutely, like bombings and this and that, right? Uh, Or whatever the media media
0: reports No, no, on the regular I hear this from him Fair, agreed Like
1: he goes there Like he goes there Because his family has a Has a hotel business there Wow, okay Yeah And so um, The reason why I bring that up Is because I ask him Like dude Like if that's a regular thing How do people like live With that And he's like You know There are times when you wake up In the morning And you don't go to work right away And as soon as A bombing goes off somewhere Then people are like Okay, now start your day Oh my
0: God! <laughs> but think about it. Holy.
1: They go about their day regularly, because I asked him I'm like, "But but a bombing just went off, yeah. Over here, every everything shuts down. Shuts down. Everybody stops, go home. Exactly. Go home. Nothing's moving. Exactly. And then he's like, "How long can we do that for? Here, it'll only last what a week, or two? Yeah. If, th- max, if that. Max. if max exactly.
0: That.
1: Yeah. And then we'll go back to work, right? Yeah." For sure. For another 10, 20, 30, whatever amount of years until God forbid something happens again. Right? Then again, we stop. But over there, it's flipped. Right. Right? It's like they don't really stop anything for that long. Right?
0: Like that's just part of life.
1: It's a part of life. And it's then just they part go on Because they're like, well, we have to continue business. We have to do this. Right? Now, a lot of people did move out of there.
0: Yeah. But some people, they have. Some might not be big fortunate businesses. enough to, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like the country cannot just stop because of that, right? That was his big reasoning behind it, and, right? And I kind of that that put things into like I was born and raised here, yeah. So that put things into perspective for me, right? As a Canadian and someone who's been, you know, safe all their lives, right?
0: But you know what? Struggle and suffering is relative. Oh, for sure, right. I, it's great that, you know, it builds perspective and we are grateful for the life that we live here and stuff like that, right? I mean, we always can't uh, just compare ourselves. You know, the classic comparison, eat your food, eat your food because...
1: Someone else you know, doesn't in Africa have it.
0: Or wherever, like, you know, yeah. it's just a classic comparison, right? And I've always come to, uh, and while that should build perspective, while that should build gratefulness, gratitude, rather, uh, in anybody to be happy, uh, to be content in whatever you have in life, struggling and suffering is still relative, Right. For sure. And so comparing that to, uh, I mean, I can't even imagine living in a world where you just said the bomb goes off and then we go about our day. Exactly. I can't, I, I can't physically imagine that because I mean, I've never lived in those conditions. I don't, I, I wish that upon nobody, obviously, but uh, now being in Canada, being the, the lifestyle that we live here, the people that we surround ourselves with on a daily, and even the new people that we interact with on average, very welcoming, very warm, very friendly manners. Everything's great. Right. Uh, cheerful, bubbly. That's the norm that I'm in now. So when I hear 10 people died, uh, somebody in a van plummeted over uh, pedestrians, holy crap, man. It it shakes you right out of that comfort, right? And it's like, it could happen here. And I had to reach out to a bunch of people and in my old job, a lot of our senior accountants, a lot of our staff would have been assigned to certain clients around there as well. So there was like a full firm-wide email that was sent out. and oh, wow. we just Yeah, we're just, everybody's in shock, right? Like, oh my God, like it happens here. And these type of things rate, uh, give you that, shake you up at your core and they're like, holy crap, it can happen here. You yeah, know what I mean? And it's exactly. just it's just sad, man. I uh, I was just thinking about it. I was obviously reading certain articles and um, just think about it, right? You know the, you know, the whole... Oh, when a white guy does it, it's just a lone wolf and uh yeah, mentally unstable. You know mentally unstable, whatever. And if it was a Muslim guy here or brown, brown. For that yeah, matter. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh a, a brown skinned or whatever. Right away. Act of terrorism.
1: Yeah. Must Kill be a ten terrorist. people. Must Could be a, be a terrorist.
0: terrorist. ISIS. This, that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Just dropping the, you know, the big names yeah. that have uh, plagued the world with terror. Yeah. Right. And I'm glad it what I'm glad about is it has right now at least with us from what whatever I'm reading, I'm seeing people sticking to the facts. Hey, let's let's uh, wait till all the facts are out. Let's wait till the police report. You know, everything's done. And people, at least I'm very ha- happy that people are showing that patience. That let's get all the information on the table and then we'll eat.
1: You know what? It's, it's funny. I, I tweeted this out last night when I was just like sitting there just thinking. And I'm so proud of Toronto and how... You know, we as a community handled this situation because you know. Think about it. Any any other place, you know, uh, there there have been you know people blaming people or you know uh, automatic assumptions about the right. about the guy. Yeah. Or hold on, even the more bigger picture is the actual officer. Have you seen the video?
0: Oh, dude. I think when I saw that, I was like
1: so impressed. I'm not a police officer or any or or any.
0: Do you know what would have happened in the States or wherever? Yeah. Guns. 30 bullets. Dude. And the guy pulled out
1: whatever it was. I don't know exactly what uh, he pulled
0: out. It looked like it was a gun, but apparently it wasn't. Like
1: in the sense he was making that he was mimicking that same action of pulling out something like two or three times. Think about it. The first time you would have shot like any absolutely
0: like, Eddie, the guy just reaching in his pocket to pull out whatever he'd have 20 bullets right in his chest 10 in he his head he did that
1: twice yeah or three times but the cop kept us cool think
0: about the nerves yeah exactly, exactly. that that cop cool. had right
1: then he went slowly into. he didn't have handcuffs on him or something along those lines so he had to go in the police car to get it yeah while making like eye
0: contact no way really. yeah with Damn. the guy yeah
1: and then he went he slowly even, even when 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 the, when the guy was approaching the police officer, right, he stepped back a bit. Like it was so strategic, yeah, and so well thought out. Like it, this,
0: eventually the the uh, culprit he he gave in, well, right? Like he, he gave just, in. He yeah, just he dropped and yeah, he just he dropped. dropped to the yeah, ground. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But we don't know what the police officer could have said with Agreed. his words. Agreed. But do you see like how like s- like even if he said something was worse, how powerful that is? So
0: much respect now, right?
1: And how the guns were shot like we have had incidents where in the shootouts past, and stuff. Well not even the shootouts like um there have been like tasers and stuff like that in yeah. in Canada. Yeah so I'm not gonna like say oh we're perfect but this is like this was on the No go- but we
0: like tasing is a level below no 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 to subdue the uh victim I, right yeah not yeah that, but sorry.
1: like like suspect but there was uh like continuous tasing where you taste now that person's disarmed right
0: oh they kept going and they kept going and yeah, going yeah, and going horrible. and that person yeah, died yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's messed up, man.
1: Right? Yeah. So now the now the thing is, is that how proud am I of the, the Toronto Police Force and, like, just everybody in general, how the world is watching.
0: Everybody's watching right this now. This was on man. CNN, yep. for CNN. God's yep. sakes.
1: Yep. Okay, they were showing Young and Finch on CNN. Okay? Can you imagine, like, if we were shooting as well? Oh, here we go again. Like, yeah. like. oh, this is just, this is everywhere.
0: This is everywhere. This but is this clearly the way it is. Yeah. showed,
1: no, 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 no. This is how we do it. And th- that one officer represented all of Canada at that moment. Think about that. At that moment, he did. Like, did he think in his mind when he was doing that? I'm representing all of Canada right his now. His biggest
0: priority at that time was to subdue, to stop what was happening. He is, yeah, God bless him. Yeah, absolutely. He should Guy get some sort of a medal. Of metal, yeah. A medal, absolutely, Jinx. Uh, should definitely de- deserves a medal. And yeah, it was just so when you're watching, obviously, uh, you know, on your computer, <clears throat> we're not taking into account the nerves, the the pressure, the intense environment exactly. that that's happening right there, live for that officer and that friggin' you know suspect, right? Um, I amazing, I'm very proud. Amazing of work! That. Amazing, I mean, amazing as work. much as this
1: is so, this is sad, I'm I'm very happy how we handled it. Absolutely, it could have went any which way, right?
0: Absolutely, and I in the I, mean, I think in the immediate past, this is this has to be uh one of the.
1: Oh, yeah. Deadliest. Uh, oh, yeah. One I of the guess, biggest yeah. kind of... yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I think it is an act of terrorism. Yeah, this technically is, this yeah. is terrorism. It is, it is terrorism. Because yeah, it's inflicting it's, terror it, on the people. Instilling fear on the people. Exactly. Exactly. exactly so, right? yeah. It, it is an act of terrorism. No matter how small or grand or whatever you want to... However you want to say it, it is that. Yeah. Right? And I want to... I hope it is treated as that. And I'm just... I was very happy to see people actually employing that patience that, Hey, let's wait till all the facts are out. Nobody jumped to anybody. Don't blame anybody's community. Don't blame anything.
1: Wait. That's the most beautiful part.
0: You know what I mean? And, um, another thing was, I think Facebook has, so when a crisis zone happens, people can actually offer help. So there were some friends on my Facebook, um, that were like, oh, uh, offering help, transportation, or any care that's given, or anything that's required. Nice. I'll move you nice, out, do that. Nice, or, nice, you know nice. what I mean? I was like, wow. like
1: That's pretty cool, actually. I like that. I've never I've never seen that.
0: Yeah, I just... Exactly. Just like, um, I watched a video once, and do you remember when uh, 9-11 happened? Uh, there were so many random volunteers that just walked into hospitals and were like, hey, what help do you need? Hey, what can we do? What can... All that stuff.
1: It's so funny, because I remember... Um, there was I, I was i was having a conversation with a friend of mine and and uh, we were talking about how the world's just going in a bad place and the world is becoming like the world is becoming like that right and he said to me like i'm I guess i'm paraphrasing but he said you told me that wherever there's crisis you will always find um like good good yeah. like helpers you right. will always find helpers yeah like we think that oh a crisis is happening or like Something happened. And the world is going in, 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 in the shithole, but in actuality, like even think about something like like, uh, climate change, right? Like how that is affecting the world, and now slowly, slowly, as people grow, like as the generation gets older and older, we start noticing that there are people helping, right, in this crisis, right, right. There are people obviously like making the crisis happen even further like, making it happen, but I don't know, man. It, it was just... Re- the way he said it was just... It made a lot of sense. Wherever there's a crisis, you'll always find, you know, people who are willing to help, right? Like you said, there's people in, in the hospital, you just run to the hospital and you just kind of... Oh,
0: how can I help? So, yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, it's the age-old age old uh, philosophy of wherever there's bad, there's good, or wherever there's good, there's bad, yeah. right? And uh, do you think... Either or couldn't exist without mm-hmm. each other. No, like how do we know what's good if there's no bad? If there's no bad, and if how do, and vice versa. Yeah. Right. I still think we're born good. Yes. And we are capable of good, and uh, you know. Yeah. But it's an innocent way of thinking, right? I just think as as we grow as we grow up in this world, in this right. system, you know, it, it all this experience and ugliness of the world kills our innocence, right? True. You wake up to the news every day. Uh, You know, obviously this is sad what happened in Toronto, but <laughs> tune into any news station. What do you really see on TV, man? People dying, this crisis, that crisis. And when you see that long enough, you wake up in the world fearing it. Yeah. You wake up in the world being a distrustful person. Uh, like not giving trust. I, I you could be nice or whatever, but I just mean like you go out and you're like and you're looking at people different. Yeah. Like I'm saying, this is like if you continue p- putting that much negativity in your head, obviously it's gonna change the way you think, right? For sure. For and sure. that's just the what uh, that's just what news has done. Somebody told me, obviously, uh, take this, take this uh with a grain of salt. Um, all of the news in the world is owned by three people.
1: Number one,
0: I don't know, but oh, but just you're think, just, just think, saying, think, about, oh. think about it, right? All the news in the world, minus whatever independent news network yeah, that's yeah, out there yeah, you know, it's by, yeah, three, is all my yeah, is three people. Yeah, so three people, and what's the f- quickest way to bring any group, regardless race, religion, anything, any group of different people together? Fear. It br- you're saying it brings them together. Brings them together. If if something happened in Miss okay, some somebody was shooting somebody up you know down the street, you think I would care if my neighbor is like a Muslim or not and he's outside? I'd be like, yo, get get in my house. Everybody, let's go. Hide safe. You know, what Well, I
1: mean? okay, now how do you explain, like, you know, Donald Trump instilling fears into the Americans about the Muslims and the terrorists? And now hate crimes for Muslims have exponentially rise since yeah, because, last year.
0: Because there's since- one one enemy here. Uh, not true enemy, but according to Donald Trump, there's the one enemy. That's the Muslims, right? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, so when you build an enemy, aka Muslims, obviously yeah. they're not the enemy, what happens to the other group of people? They all come together to hate. Yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just the Muslims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm trying to say is, in order to get a group of people together without oh, that, you have to instill fear, yeah. right? So any act of terrorism brings a huge a population together. They're like, holy shit, this is we wrong. We got to fight the enemy. Yeah, whoever, we got to fight whatever the enemy is, whatever they right? Are. And nobody at that point asks you're Hindu, Muslim, Jew, Christian, whatever you are. Nobody asked that at that time. Everybody just says, holy shit, enemy equals terror. We want to live. Everybody safe. Yeah, Let's yeah, get together. Yeah, yeah, Let's see yeah. what we can do. Yeah. You know what I mean for the greater good of the community. For the greater good of the community. And once that threat is eliminated, we go back to being normal, hateful, separatist human beings. Yeah.
1: Well, hopefully not. It's been it's been really cool just seeing how like the Syrian refugee. Uh, uh,
0: because Canada opens opened, opened its yeah, doors, and when right?
1: and when they came right, yeah, it was it was interesting to see how like groups of people from like the most random towns in. New Brunswick, Newfoundland
0: fundraising,
1: Nova uh, Scotia sponsoring uh, yeah. refugees. Oh man, lovely! A town of like six hundred people. Lovely. All white, right? Yeah. Sponsoring a Muslim, like group, family, and not yeah. just one, like five of them, and welcoming them with like open arms.
0: Because people look at this as like they're human mm-hmm. beings, man. The thing, at the man. end of the day, we're all human beings Shout first. Out Canada. Exactly, bad greatest country in the world, dude. Yeah. Right for a reason. Yeah. You wanna get off the serious topic a little bit?
1: Yeah, I need something more a little more lighthearted.
0: J. Cole just yes. dropped a new album. Wow,
1: that's still deep. It, it's lighthearted but deep.
0: You know why I brought it up? Why? Because I would say, Okay, first of all, let's get this out of the way. I You br- are
1: the biggest J. Cole fan <laughs> of
0: all time. I'm a massive Hands J. Down. Cole fan, right? A Hands massive, down. massive J. Cole fan.
1: This guy would marry him if he could.
0: Okay. I don't know about
1: that. You he would. He would. He's like, <laughs> he's, ma- he's married
0: by the way. He's married by the way. No,
1: but you're you're lying. <laughs> you're next. Dude, <laughs> you're blushing. He's blushing. For all you, for all you listeners, you can't see his face, but it's like red as a cherry.
0: That's hilarious. He's like, oh, I would. Okay. Anyways, so why I brought it up? Obviously, I'm a massive fan. But are you? What I found, <laughs> what I found interesting is that I would say you're like a casual J Cole fan, right? Yes. Yes. So for you to tell me, like, you knew the album was coming out, yes. and I. I didn't really think you would, like, care to check it out, but I know, like, you're a DJ, you keep up with new music. Yeah, yeah, right? now more than ever. Right. Yeah. So, and you checked it out, and you texted me, dude, I was quite impressed with this album. Yes. And that took me by surprise. I'm like, oh, wow, like, a casual J. Cole fan saying this. So, I always obviously wanted to ask you that question, that what did it take for a casual fan with this album to come around to say, not just hey, it's good, or hey, you know, I found it okay. Yeah. I am quite impressed by this album. And what took you over the top with that?
1: So I think that happened with Kendrick Lamar as well. So when Kendrick came out with Damn, I said, okay, you know what? Let me give it a listen, whatever. When I really dove, like really dive right into it, <clears throat> that's when it hit me. I'm like, whoa. There's a whole new world. And at the same time, it's also what, what took it over the top, what made it like...
0: Dived into Cole's album. Sorry, yeah, I thought yeah, you were talking Cole, about Dam. No, okay. no, Cole and Dam. Okay.
1: Same, okay. same thing, right? Uh, what ended, I think it, it was where they are in their career. Right. I now know they're one of the greatest in the game. So as a result, when he dropped his album, you know, I really sat down. Actually, you know what? You know how I
0: listened to it? In
1: my head, well, first thing I woke up in the morning?
0: Which I'm, one? I'm KOD. Always, K-O-D. Okay, KOD. Yeah. I put
1: my headphones on and I just listened to it in bed. And nice. not only that, I genius.com every single song.
0: No way! So you're reading along, yeah, as, reading along, yeah, nice. not just listening along, while, right? But while you're taking in the production, and exactly, everything. So every, exactly, everything is you're just laser focused into this album, exactly.
1: Yeah. And uh, so I noticed more things than I would have noticed if I just had it in the background. Sweet, right? Um, now, as a result, I think J Cole is at a point of his a point of his career where he's like at the top. He he is he's clearly proven himself, right? He's not an underdog anymore. He's not talking about those underdog things. He's way past like fame, this, that like he's way past that. Oh, he's been right way past, yeah. Exactly. And now he's just talking, he's not a kid. He's talking like uh like pops. It's just like now you now you you think in your mind, okay, well he could, you know, he has a pops. He does have a kid, right? Or two kids. Yep, daughter, yep. Exactly. So he is a dad. So now that he sees all these young guys, he's speaking from a different perspective. I don't know. I think that got to be more where nice. it was like okay. you know, he's always been a great storyteller. And and to give him credit, I never really dived into his albums before like this, like uh, uh, twenty fourteen for sales. And what was the one before that?
0: Right before that, yeah. Born center.
1: Born center. I like people say that's the greatest album of all time. No, no one no. of the
0: greatest. No, no, man. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I want you to continue your point. Of course. But what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to Go say ahead. is
1: that you know it's like it's like he must have clearly to get to this point, he must have had these skills of storytelling and 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 the way that he, and his lyrical ability back then as well. Right? It's just gotten better over time, right? Like fine wine. Uh honestly, ever since I quit my job last year, right? Oh okay. just everything has changed. <laughs>
0: everything. All your senses have been heightened. Oh,
1: everything. <laughs> everything, dude. I like you're a lot more in life.
0: Man, that's that, so powerful. That, that, that that's
1: how I like to put
0: it. I love the way you put that. You are a lot more in life. Yeah. Simple, but it makes a damn point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Damn. Yeah. <laughs> everything is heightened. Like your like your your feelings. Right, because you're you're deep into life.
0: Right, so your relationships, your, who your you sadness,
1: are, your happiness, yeah. your 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 fear, your your success. Like every ev- oh, you mean
0: all the emotions, every you, emotions, all the emotions that you feel are multiplied. now.
1: Multiplied, right? Like because you don't have
0: any external factors. Yeah, you're not going to wor- the routine exactly to affect those. To be like, oh, I'm gonna go emotions. to work next tomorrow. Yeah, right. Like I do yeah. shit
1: now, but what I'm saying is, you know, I'm not going to a specific place tomorrow, every single day for the rest of my life and doing some mundane or whatever job, like that is not even related at all to me. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, you know, me doing a tax return is not in any which way. Man, if you
0: think about it, what does it, what does a job really bring about in your life? Compensation for your bills? That's it. That's the positive. That's it. <laughs> yeah,
1: come on. Why do we
0: work now, to make money? Now can we list the problems? It's endless, right? Problems with the coworker. I hate my boss. I hate this. I hate that. I hate you know commuting. I, mean? I hate commute uh, commuting and complaints, complaints, complaints. Actually,
1: it's funny because one uh, one of my good friends, uh, he actually told me once. He's like, you know, we don't we don't really work forty hours. I'm like, please do tell. We do not. <coughs> he's like. We go to work 9 to 5. We come home, right? We didn't count commuting time. We didn't count making lunch. We didn't count ironing our clothes. We did, Basically, anything related to work is technically work. Work prep yeah. is work. Yep, you're right. You making your lunch for tomorrow's work is work. It is work. Well, if you're not going to work tomorrow, why are you making lunch?
0: <laughs> well, to you'll eat. Make, yeah. <laughs> I know, I agree. But, but I you'll make a point. lunch tomorrow.
1: When, I agree. When, you, when you're in your house or whatever the case may be and you make a lunch. So he's like, we don't work 40 hours. We we literally work our entire lives. Like the entire week is dedicated. It's Maybe we true. have like Friday night and Saturday. Sunday, what are you doing? What are you doing on Sunday? Dreading Monday. You're prepping for work. Yeah. And now, that time out. That's only nine to five. Add on the fact that people actually are at work more than that. Forget it. Forget oh, it, man. man. Yeah. Forget it. We don't work. We don't work 40 hours. Yo, get... I sound like Kanye right now, but get your heads out of this mental prison.
0: It really is. Dude. It's a prison. I can, of course, now I can relate because I don't have a job anymore. Yeah. Right? And uh, everything you've said so far, 100%. Because I was at a job that I did work way more than nine to five. Do what you love, right? Bro. And I was just always, yeah. And, and that right there. And I waited. And I waited. And uh, the only reason I worked so hard is because I knew this day was coming. Yeah. And this day is finally upon me. And guess what, man! I have never been this happy in my entire life. Never been happy. Legitimately, I will say that right, right off the bat, I have never been this happy in my life. Do you feel
1: like you are now like in life?
0: Yes, liberated.
1: Yes, right. Yes,
0: liberated in life. Uh, Totally agree with the senses being heightened because wherever I go now, I'm not. I'm. I'm taking in the environment. Of course, you know, I don't have extra thoughts in my head. Like, let's say, if I was going to, I was commuting to work. My most primary thought is, oh man, like I got to go into work. Okay. I got to go into work. That means I got to deal with this. Then I got working on this. So I got to deal with that. Are you thinking
1: of ways to like do your next project or like, yeah,
0: of course. Right. And all that. And it's just, what if I could be thinking about so many other important things like my parents, friends, family, wife, kid, whatever, whatever I have in my life at that, at that point, you know what I mean? That all require our utmost priority. Right? utmost attention. But obviously all that gets taken away from mundane crap that we do on our daily basis. And honestly, man, if you if you derive happiness from working nine to five, more power to you. At the end of the day, I care about what makes you happy. Exactly.
1: Right? Like some people actually enjoy that. Yeah. Which is
0: totally fine.
1: If you enjoy going to work and coming back home and you like that separation
0: and you like that routine, some people love more that. More power to you. But don't be Joe Blow. That is dreading Monday, hates a job, all that crap, and then sits and does nothing about it but complain. Yeah, don't complain. If you don't
1: like what you do, yeah, okay, and you're complaining, sh- stop talking. So
0: Clearly something needs to be done
1: about stop that. Stop talking. I and, don't want to
0: hear it. And if you don't do anything about it...
1: Forget it. I don't want to hear it. I right? Hear it. <laughs> if you hate it and you don't complain, you know, I'm okay with that because you're not saying anything.
0: But you hate it. You do hate it. And I feel, I mean, if that person has a self-awareness that, okay, change is coming, I'm just going to tolerate this for now. Right, because I was that person. I hate. Yeah, but it.
1: but you would you would talk about it and then be like, "Yo, I'm gonna do something about it." So I was okay with that. See, right. if, if you came to me like, "Yo, I hate this," and I'm like, "Okay, yo, let's 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 find a solution." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," never did anything about it, and you kept that's complaining. That's on me. That's you on kept me. complaining. Yeah, I'd be like, "I don't want to hear." it.
0: Right, and and that's true, and I would agree with you and, and say that's on me. Yeah, because I know I'm not doing anything about it in my life. Yeah, right. Okay, back to the Jake. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I I just wanted to finish that point. Cause the whole joke about no features and no nothing.
1: Damn. Du- yeah, I remember when he said that.
0: Double platinum with no features, man. That's nuts. That's ridiculous. J. Cole is the kid in school that does his own own homework and doesn't ask for help. Teacher assigns the homework. He goes home, does all of it. Comes home, here's the assignment. Here's everything done. No group work. No nothing. And okay, and I'll be I'll be totally honest, dude.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay? Because you did say you were gonna wait. Like yeah, a week and, and that week is done. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now and the week is done.
0: I was driving around. So what the hell are you thinking? This is tied with, for at least for albums, this is tied with uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive for his best work to date. Wow, you really his think best, so? Best tied because um, first of all, the message messages, everything that he wanted to get across, right in this album, okay, did it very well. He's obviously uh, very annoyed with the state of the current hip-hop in terms of uh, pill-popping, drug-abusing, all that stuff. That, that The message is to combat all that, right? Yeah. When did he drop the album? 420. What's happening on 420? Everybody's smoking up. Blazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Have a blazing. Remember that song? <laughs> yes. Shonda Paul. Right? So, God, I can't believe I just said that. Shonda Paul. Anyways, so... I sat with it for a week, only listened to it, and I am still so blown away by this album. I love the album. And what took me over the top with this album when I searched for the album credits? All tracks written by Jermaine Cole. Damn. Just think about it. This guy's in the studio humming these melodies, writing these lyrics...
1: He's a one man show.
0: That's double platinum. It by blows himself. my mind, and that's what multi- That's what put this album to me over the top. Because when I listen to it time and time again, I'm thinking of. You should even have put Kill Edward on here. Yeah, and Kill again. Edward just the alter ego. By the way, there's no value in Kill Edward. Edward, that just kind of I don't know. Oh, the I... Brown
1: came on of you there. <laughs> this guy said
0: Edward. <laughs> Holy crap, dude! It's the what did Russell Peters say or Hasan Minhaj, Uh Brown Tourettes. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Verd. Ed Damn.
1: I've seen a lot of the other way where the V becomes a W. Right. That's okay.
0: But no, you, they're both wrong. No, no, when you go,
1: when you go W to V, that's intense. Ed Verd? Ed Versus like, <laughs> oh, the, the WAN. Oh, okay. Like, I'll be like, ah, okay. Dude,
0: I still remember every but time duh. every time I have this Edverd. every time every time I have this uh, brown Tourette's thing, right? I always think back to high school where I was so made fun of for saying You're still be made fun of. Okay, <laughs> uh, for saying five dollar note. Oh, Wow! <laughs>
1: for all you listeners that know, a note is a bill, but it's, in, a bill. it's like in the East they call it yeah. a note. In Actually, India, they, just... everywhere they call it like,
0: yeah. In, in the um, East, in London, and, even in yeah.
1: China, they call it notes. Right, in notes. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, then you come here and you say shit like oh, that. Like, oh my god! You get ripped on. I it. remember I
0: was like, oh yeah, like um, I think somebody was asking me for lunch money or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, I have a five dollar note on me. And they're like like a doctor's note. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was horrible. But anyways, and yeah. by the way, this album um it didn't follow the traditional verse, chorus, ver- intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He just went with an- another this is so creative. This he just went with what felt right. Right? Uh he dropped a verse, he dropped uh melodies, he dropped chorus here and there like, you know what I mean? Just however he felt like doing it. Right. So it was a different lesson for me too, because some songs made me feel like it was incomplete because it, it made me want more. Like, Cole, like, you're such you're a lyrical beast. Like, I wish you could give me another verse to b- bring the point home of this entire song. He's talking about taxes in one of the songs. He's talking about his mom. He's talking about uh, in the song Friends, where he, uh, you know, how he makes, he's like, I hope, and he makes it backwards. What? Like in the song "Friends," when it yeah, starts, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, uh, he name drops people and says, "I hope you're listening." I He reverses their names. Guess who it was? Who? Zach Cole, his brother. Okay. And Ron Gilmore, in house producer of Dreamville. He's like, my brother. I hope you're listening, right? Oh, and then he goes on to talk about what are we blaming our problems on. Blame it on Trump shit. Blame it on Clinton. Blame it on... If I if I wanted to blame everybody, I would need 20 CDs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so he's like... Yeah, and, that was cool.
0: And he's like, it frustrates me that I'm the only person that made it out the Ville. Because you guys are like, you know, you don't have ambition. You're lazy. Why is that? I'm just like you. But yeah. why did I make it out? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that just, dude, it, it's... At first listen, the only reason I'm saying it's tied with 2014 Forest Hills Drive is because the first listen experience for 2014 Forest Hills Drive and where I was in my life yeah. at that time, that first listen was so amazing, right? And as I sat with the album, you know, it just multiplied. This, the first listen wasn't that amazing, but the reason I took that week is because I wanted to really sink in. And um, anyways, summary points about Cole album, incredible body of work. I think this is the coal that us hardcore fans will have to come to appreciate and love. This is what's here to stay. And 1985 apparently is an intro to The Fall Off, which is another album apparently, or another project that is supposed to hopefully come out this year because this is not enough coal music. I need more cold music, obviously, because he's going to disappear for another two, three years. God, man, I
1: need more cold music for God's sakes, man. Yeah, man.
0: And you ever wonder why I'm such a massive coal fan? Explain. It can't just be obviously amazing rapper or whatever his first three albums and studio albums Cole world the sideline story born center 2014 forest hills drives okay these albums how they defined cole's career like the progression of his career completely mirrored my life and what i was doing at that time yeah of course in the sense that not just a linear progression. I mean I I, I I compared it to I compared it like to Like it touched
1: you in ways at that time that you related that time, to it.
0: Cold World was me almost dropping out of, not dropping out of school, dropping out of my program and struggling to find my base and find struggling to just come out of that shell and coming back to my program. Okay. Cole World's headline story. Okay. Born Sinner was like it was a mixed album. It was a mixed review album where I'm back in my program and he hasn't found that sound where this is definitive coal. You okay. know what I mean? It still still sold well and everything. It was still sonically pleasing, but it wasn't that album to define his sound, right? So I got back in my program. I got um I was still trying to find my legs in a way, right? I didn't know what I was doing, blah blah blah. Like I just it wasn't there was no uh, there was no how do how do I explain this? There was no like um, accomplishment at that time. I was still battling. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Twenty yeah. fourteen Forest Hills Drive dropped his first album, double platinum, no features. I got my first job in public accounting.
1: It it, it just it just worked. Right what now. I
0: what I wanted exactly what okay. I wanted e- exactly in the field that I wanted everything. I got my first job.
1: Well, J Cole's making music for you at this point. So.
0: <laughs> and then forget For Your Eyes only because that was a, you know, it's not an album for J. Cole, it was an album for his friend. This album drops and Cole is experimenting with his flows. He's trying new things, finding new sounds. I quit my job and I'm experimenting new things. I'm making a podcast. I'm doing things in my life that, holy shit, man, I would never have thought of doing. That's pretty cool. Kill Edward? Who the hell's Kill Edward? What's he doing with Kill Edward? You know, like doing new things, right? That nobody can predict. I never predicted my own self being here. You know what I mean? And now we're back into mirroring. It's so like I, I just feel like this might sound like really childish and amateur to some people.
1: You need to be best friends with Jay Cole.
0: This, you know what I mean? I it was, people might hear is like, "Oh, this is like, man, like get over it or whatever." But I, this is why I really feel like get over it.
1: <laughs>
0: this... I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this guy have this some sort some sort of real, connection, uh, dude. It's some sort of connection, man. It's deeper than rap, man. This guy wants to be best friend with J. Cole. So, Cole, if you're listening, by uh, be his best friend, please, for God's <laughs> sakes! Holy shit, it's
1: like a call out. Hey, man, I met him. Hey, just to wrap this entire topic up, and in, in in kind of you know, yep. uh, to bring it back to the first line I said, you would marry him. Okay, I'm not marrying J. Cole. <laughs>
0: And that's a wrap. I would definitely hang out with him. I would definitely, you know, anything. Like, I'd hang out with him. And I don't want to be a, t- a typical fanboy. I obviously want to, I obviously would have a conversation with him as a human being. Yeah. Like, where he's at in his yeah. life. I would love yeah. to know about, you know, like how he's handling his relationship with his wife and daughter. Why I said that is because, you know, Cole is completely low key. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. And that happened. Like, he- you
1: only hear from him when he's dropping something.
0: Exactly. And he disappeared. Why? Because he got married and he has a daughter. And that's what he focuses his life on. God bless him. Right. He completely, and he's matured as an artist. Right? Remember like when he first came outside of Rock Nation, chains and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's got this just dreads and just a very low key, like he doesn't dress a, any certain way. He just dresses Hoodie, the way. yeah,
1: pants, Just the Air way he Force wants swims, to, right? Very whatever. comfortable.
0: Uh, and he
1: just. Even on cons- his shows, he wears the prison uh, uniform. Yeah,
0: that was cool, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just all about this message and he's all about staying away from the limelight because all of that does not bring him any happiness anymore. Right? Oh, bless him. That's where "Love Yours" from that album that we talked about. And remember when I before I left, uh, one of your going away messages was that that the beauty's in the struggle. Yeah. Right. And that song was written about the fact that hey, I've gotten all my accomplishments. I've gotten the money. I've had my fun. Doesn't make me happy, man. So I'm gonna get away from this limelight. I'm gonna go. You know, marry my high school sweetheart. Have a child. <laughs> And that's where I'm going to find my happiness. And that's where he does. And then he comes back and drops an album like this, where he's just frustrated with, he's just frustrated with the state of rap and all this like, um, you know, pill popping culture that's in the rap culture today. And even with the last song, which is so popular, he's not talking as if he wants to diss all these little young kids that are perpetuating this. Yeah. Yeah lifestyle he just wants to say hey come let me talk with you and let me show you
1: let me talk to
0: you yeah come here little man let me talk with you let me see if i can paint you the large picture yeah right where he's just trying to say that hey have you thought about your impact have you thought about what you're doing with these kids and don't ever quit touring and one day these kids that you're talking to they're gonna grow up they're gonna out it's almost like he's just
1: asking questions he's not telling you what to do He's, he's like
0: this is what happens. He's trying to guide you. He's trying to be the guiding light. Exactly, right? and that's and the best way to do exactly. it. Exactly, and he's just. Any he, he doesn't want any. He's not dissing them, right? He just wants to say, "Hey, have you considered these things?" This is th- this almost album, parenting
1: him. This album is so cool because it almost goes to show how well hip hop has aged. Right. Think about it. Absolutely. Did Did we see back in the '90s any any artists like rapping like this? About No, this. no, come
0: on! I mean, uh, no, no, Mas... about
1: this and how they used to, do, how he did it, dude. This is this is not to say there weren't any intellectual rappers then. Yeah, I'm just saying that the way he did it and the way that he painted the picture, and and how of the, he message said it. Yeah, and the message behind yep. this album, yeah, no, no, 1985 for example. Okay, right, and how he just kind of said it and how he like and what he said.
0: You you, know? you mentioned to me about something about Wu Tang. Uh, behind this uh let me let me put no, we'll
1: take Tribe called Quest.
0: Was it Tribe called Quest? Are yeah,
1: how about? I said this is like 8 million stories.
0: So there's this Tribe called Quest song called 8 million stories and it's one of my favorite old school tracks ever. <laughs> then I heard 1985 it had the same vibe and flow. I personally think it's one of his greatest songs ever. Yeah. Quite impressed immensely yeah. impressed with this album. Interesting. Yeah, and then 8 when I, million stories. Listen yeah, to it. Okay, no, I will. I will. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think? Are we done with the J. Cole album? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Bad. Uh, by the way, as a hip-hop fan, you've obviously heard what's June's going to be lit. Are you going to let me finish the point <laughs> or the question? June's going to be lit. Yes, I was going to ask you about June. And June 2018 right now is looking like a very, very, very memorable hip-hop month. Why is that?
1: Because like 60,000 people are dropping albums. <laughs> like two of my favorite artists are dropping albums in the same month. And they are? Kanye West.
0: June 1st, Kanye West. June 8th, Kanye West and Kid Cudi collab. I think it's
1: flipped. I think Cudi and Thing first.
0: No, it's Kanye it's West, him first. First? Okay, Kanye yeah, West first. Kanye West uh, first. Kanye Cudi second. Yes. Drake. Nas. <sighs> Come on. So, June, and what are you most excited of in that entire month of June?
1: Like, I want to say Drake. Oh, really? But no, I don't. You're not Rick,
0: most excited Kanye, for Drake? Kanye,
1: Kanye West. Drake, dude, Kanye, you, Kanye, ah, man, Kanye I don't West. know, man, Kanye West.
0: By the way, I've Lest always we forget. I've always had this argument with you. Who's a bigger artist? Who Drake or Kanye? Like equal.
1: Meek Mill got released today. <laughs> how did I forget dude I've been wanting to. oh my god he showed up to the Sixers game bro fresh out of jail where were, where were you 24 hours ago in jail where were you 24 hours later floor seats
0: D- by the way he called up the owner and said yo I'm coming through come on man and the owner released that to the uh, to big the thing, day like, for Jay-Z oh yeah dude because he, he was, was fighting
1: for it right yeah also there were but...
0: rallies there were man me, you know what I'm so happy for him I'm oh, so happy for Meek Mill. Obviously, I don't wish jail upon anybody unless you deserve the time for your crime, yeah. right? Uh, have you been following the unjust prison uh, stuff behind Meek Mill, the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Crazy, man. Yeah, crazy. And, and,
1: and you know, Diddy and Jay-Z are now starting their own kind of like platform for To life. raise
0: awareness of unjust, uh, like injustice? Of no, no, no. specifically
1: this whole like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole, co- the unfair bail, like right. all these different things. Yeah. And basically, what are they doing? I don't know exactly what it is, but it's something along the lines of creating a platform of like helping out with like situations
0: like this. Dude, Waffle House shooter, $2 million bond, Meek Mill in jail for riding dirt bikes. Come on. Come on. Waffle House shooter, four dead. Meek Mill never killed anybody in his life. Did he? No, never. Okay. He's never know. on a murder charge. I'm sure he's done crazy shit back 17. Yeah, wheelie, pop wheelie, come pop wheelie because he was on 10 years probation Co- based on 10 whatever. Years
1: ago, oh my god,
0: 10 years god. probation, man. But
1: he's looking good though. He looks like he hasn't eaten for like a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like he's right just right been
1: there. eating this one thing. Because he's awesome. hungry.
0: Like I mean, hungry in the sense that not just like food, but he's hungry in the sense that, dude, he's imagine being. He looked there. happier for some reason. I don't know why. I don't. You know. think, man? Just got released from jail he, He's faced injustice For the past five months Right Rallies were happening In uh, Philadelphia man, The longest Riot, five months Of his all life this, Yeah man I want new Make male music Yeah
1: I want new Oh, it's coming. music Oh it's coming In June Just keep everybody Everybody they, come they're out in June saying,
0: They're saying uh, You know
1: what they should do The whole industry Should get together And every day in June Every day New album Every single day For 30 okay, days okay. 30 <laughs> rappers You're
0: flooding the streets At that point No label will allow that I want it, No. Unless you're I, independent, you can the do it. Rest but... of the
1: year will just be lit.
0: Amazing. Uh, Imagine, but I mean, no labels allowing that. June
1: first, Kanye. Right? They're saying June second, Drake. <laughs> June third, Kendrick. <laughs> June fourth, J Cole. J Cole. <laughs> June fifth, Lil Pump. And you, wow, you just you killed the whole buzz with June fifth. We're well, five days. June sixth, ASAP, Asap Rocky. June
0: is going to be a pretty exciting month. It will. I'm looking forward to not the, too far away. To the weather uh, finally. Obviously, I wish you the speediest recoveries. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I just had to add the... That was a sniff ad lib. Yeah, the sniff ad lib. Yo, you should
1: cut that out and then use it like later on. Just like... <coughs> <coughs> Here, I'll give you <laughs> more ad libs. <sighs> yeah, that's three.
0: That's the intro right there, what you just did. <coughs> <coughs> that. There we go. That right there is the intro. Cool. This is the Crispy Benter Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you
1: for listening. Take care. Bye. Hi, I'm Wolfgang. My friends call me Stephen Wolf because I collect specialty teapots. Play the latest scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery simply called Millions for a chance to taste the good life and win up to a million dollars. My prize teapots include one that was made from the very first 3D computer model and the teapot that inspired the lyrics I'm a little teapot
0: play the new $30 scratch off millions with 1 in 3 odds, a $40 minimum prize and an 81% payout you can go hog wild on whatever's
1: your cup of tea
0: lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations, please play responsibly today is nonstop. and suddenly your checking account is overdrawn but what if we gave you more time on that one